we are recording. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chats in the Living Room. My name is Danielle Senecola, and I will be hosting this week's podcast in my lovely living room. Um, everybody, would you like to introduce yourselves? Um, I'm Dom Smith. I'm in my regular room. I'm Marissa Papa, also my bedroom. <laughs> Um, uh, Tim Sievers, I'm in my own bedroom, which is nice. Has a ceiling this time. Oh, that's uh, good. I'm in, uh, my guest bedroom of Andrew Priskew. Lovely. I'm actually in my normal bedroom, too, but whatever. <laughs> different We're, like, chats in the bedroom today. Yeah. Today, we'll be... <laughs> Today we will be talking about a little creepy story. We're gonna really guys, so make sure your lights are on for this one. We don't want to be scared of the dark. The murder of John Ramsey. Have you ever heard of this before? Gordon Ramsey. Yeah. John Benet. Gordon. John Benet. Gordon Ramsey's daughter. Gordon Ramsey. Okay, perfect. So your first time hearing it. Yes. So, let me set the scene. Okay. It's 1996, a lovely December afternoon, right after Christmas, December 26th, uh, in Boulder, Colorado. Little girl of six years old named John Benet Ramsey, who competes in beauty pageants and was quite well known for that at the time, was found murdered in her basement. So, <laughs> let's track us back and understand what happened in the murder and who the murderer is. Before I start the story, I'd like to say today the case is still unsolved and we still don't know who the murderer is. So I will explain this. Uh, Danielle, it could be you. Yeah, is this your confession? So (laughs) see who you think it is. Nobody knows to this day. Except the person who did it. Yeah, I guess they know. And I know who that was murder. Tim, you know who it is. Next, I'm just out here just. Uh, uh, just... Gotta be the one. Mm-hmm. All right. Happy Christmas, Jamae Mother. Ava found a note for her six-year-old daughter on the back of case inside her home. I'm going to quote the note. The note starts by saying, Mr. Ramsey, listen carefully. You're a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. So that's a little strange. We're not sure what country we're talking about here, but sorry. <laughs> Another quote later on in the note says, The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I advise you not to provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police or FBI. So, <laughs> typo. Police or FBI. Uh, Tim, you know a lot about the speaking FBI? Speaking to anyone about your situation, uh, such as police or FBI, all result in your daughter being beheaded. Lovely. The final quote from this quote. Or from the notaries? Did work for the FBI? What? <laughs> what was that, Robot. Or Minecraft Fisherman. 
Okay, whatever. Uh, oh, I, I you said, try I to deceive yeah. us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures. I thought you stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions, and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. That's good. We also requested $118,000 as a trade-off for John Bonet. And they said that the trade-off would take place the following morning. Now, I'd like to pause for a second. Okay. $180,000 is a weirdly specific number. I was going to yeah. say, why not just write uh, it The only the correlation they eventually found is that amount is close to how much the father received for a bonus that year. But even That's... with that information, I don't think it Weird. serves any good as to why it's so specific. I think it means like someone was really stalking the family, and, like yeah, you know. Just oh, that's creepy. Well. It's, it's someone crazy. was just like a show of power, almost. You know, or maybe they just didn't want to take too much money. So let me explain the murder itself before but why not? I explain the suspects and more information about the note. All right. So, Jambonet's father is actually the one who found her body. Her mm. body was found less than eight hours later, after mm. the note, in a utility room in the basement, with duct tape over her mouth and a cord around her neck. Wait, in their house basement? Yes. So the kid, the note says that she was being held captive, but eight hours later, her body was found in the basement of their own household. Oh. So, oh, so Yes, yeah, so that's a little creepy. Why would you say that the body's being held someplace if it's actually in the own house? Yeah. Now yeah. it gets a little bit more confusing as the note that was written before, it was determined that the paper and pen was written from inside the house as well. So the murderer entered the house, wrote the ransom note, left the note, then eventually killed the girl, all happening within the house. So they never left the house. And the last important information regarding the note is it was signed with the initials SBTC. To this day, nobody has found what that stands for. SBTC. That's more weird. things about the letter before we move on. A practice letter was written and found, and there were spelling errors on easy words. So it was a little sketchy. And why would you write a practice <laughs> ransom note for your actual ransom note? Well, I guess you yeah. want to get it right. Like, you want to get you the message across. You want to make sure your wording is correct. <laughs> you know, after all, you are holding a little Proper grammar. Hmm. But anyways, after the mother found the note in the morning, at 5.52 a.m., she called the police to report her daughter as missing. The police never did a house check, though, because they figured if the daughter was missing, she wouldn't have been in the house. There's no need to check the house. That's a good point. Correct. Whoa. I know, I know. <laughs> so, it gets a little bit more confusing. Police arrive at the crime scene, see the little girl's body, but the crime scene was already compromised because of how many people were walking in there. So they couldn't exactly tell with like all the footprints and stuff. Mm. 
outside the little girl's bedroom, they found a rope not belonging to the Ramsey family and two sets of unidentified footprints at the scene. Okay. However, if someone did break into the house, there were no footprints in the snow and no sign of entry. Suspicious. So, so far, we're a bit confused as to what actually happened inside the house. Mm. Um, and she was strangled to death by the cord, but there was DNA found on the pajamas and Wait. her underwear. Wait. Wait. Yeah? What? All right. Oh, God. There was DNA found on her pajamas and underwear to an unidentified person. So they found DNA, but they ran it through the system. There's no person to match it. Mm. With all this information about the murder itself, let's go into some of the suspects, shall we? Mm. In the very beginning of the case, the family was the biggest suspect, being that there was nothing to show forced entry it seemed as though the murder happened was staged and stayed inside the house so suspect number one patsy ramsey the mother mm. um this theory that she accidentally killed her daughter somehow and tried to cover it up by setting it up as a ransom note number two suspect the brother the brother he does have a brother. Hmm. He is yeah, but the brother's like 11. She's 6. His name is... It's one, it's one rough toddler. Yeah, it's one yeah how can no... was not like, 11 years old. Yeah. She died by strangulation, right? Yes. Wow. Like, he's it's one hell of a tween. <laughs> he's 11. He's like... It's Check almost as old as they Okay. Oh, I forgot about it. Especially the wow. something weird. Anyway, second theory is the brother. He's probably older than her. He also might have accidentally killed her to try to cover it up, which would explain the scenarios because he is a child. Mm. But then both of those theories were canceled out because it wouldn't make sense if she was alive in one room while the note was being written. So the brother and mother were originally held as biggest suspects, but they were canceled out. And handwriting analysis ruled out the father and the mom as unconclusive. So interesting. Yeah. Oh, Burke. Burke is the brother's name, by the way. Ah, uh, Burke. Yes. Who names their uh, yes, kid? Burke, or my son, Burke and John oh, Parents, I guess. Those French, man. I... You got bad experiences Sales. with the French, Tim? I do. I went to Vancouver once. It's just fake France. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Jeff was ruled a homicide. And in the following years, they're going to go into more about suspects and outside suspects as to who may have murdered this little girl. Mm. Um, in 2013, it was revealed that in 1999, John Bonet's parents were almost incited on charges of child abuse resulting in death, but that didn't go through. 
Mm. So they were held as big suspects, but at the same time, they never actually got in trouble for anything. Mm. Our first <laughs> non-Ramsey suspect is going to be Bill McReynolds. Mm. He's oh, an old man. Mm. And he Ew. visited the oh, house God. two oh, days God. before the murder. Mm. Um, he's known for dressing up as Santa Claus seeing the kids. As I said before, this is the murder happened on December 26th, so he came over on Christmas Eve. Okay. And he dresses up as Santa Claus, visits the little kids. Wait. And a little bit about his personal life. His own daughter was kidnapped in 1974. Oh. So that might be a little weird. Well, that also, gets a little bit weirder. One time his wife wrote a play about a child getting molested and then murdered in a basement. Oh. Um, now Wait. the creepiest part, we're not even at the weirdest part about this Bill guy yet. Danielle's is one this. time when he was playing Santa, I guess, um, John Benet gave him a little vial of glitter as a gift and he found it so touching that he brought it into one of his heart surgeries with him to like keep him safe and asked his wife that when he dies, the glitter be mixed with his ashes. Oh, so this okay. I thought he was gonna like pour it into his heart surgery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh honestly, I would Just go all the way, you know? This old man, old Santa man, feels a creepy connection to the little girl. Yet, there are no specific things pointing to the fact saying that he murdered her. The Denver Post did quote him, and he said, John Bonet's murder touched me very deeply. I felt as though she was an exceptional... Oh, just kidding. Cut out that part. Sorry. Wrong suspect. Oh. 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 I know Okay. Keep going. So, Bill. He's our first suspect outside of the family. Creepy old man, but there's no actually the DNA didn't match his. Mm. So there's no evidence besides the fact he was at the house two days earlier. Gotcha. Next person is going to be Gary Olivia Olive Olive. Not sure how to pronounce that. We'll call him Gary. Okay, Gary. He is one of the neighbors of the Ramsey family, and in 2016 he was arrested on charges of child pornography. So, obviously, years after the actual murder, but, I mean, yeah. if he's a child murderer in 2016, what was he in 1996? And it gets a little bit weirder. In 2000, he was arrested on unrelated drug charges. However, they did find him carrying a photo of John Bonet in his backpack. It Sorry. That's creepy. Creepy. So when they questioned him about <laughs> it's a pretty this, high. When he reasoning for carrying it around. John Benet's murder touched me very deeply. I felt as though she was an exceptional girl whose death was an exceptional loss. I felt the need to build a monument, a shrine, to remember the little girl. That's so, disturbing. What if they like all this guy? Bill's a little further, right? He's a little, little psycho. Mm. Was high school friends with Gary, so they were friends back in high school. Uh, and Michael admits that 
Gary called him a day after the murder, saying, I heard a little girl, I heard a little girl. And also mentioned that it happened in Boulder, Colorado, and then hung up the phone call. Police did a search and saw there were no other little girls harmed that night in that area. Hmm. So things are looking pretty strong that it's this Gary guy. Yeah, Gary. And on top of that, things get a little bit weirder. John Bonet was strangled, and one time Gary attempted to strangle his own mother with a telephone card. So, oh wow! But the evidence still not a match. So they're all relying on this DNA evidence. The evidence does not match him. So as creepy as he is, we're still unsure. The third and final suspect outside of the Ramsey family is going to be John Mark Carr. Mr. Carr. This guy is a divorced father, and he is an elementary school teacher. And he didn't actually become a suspect until 2006 when he confessed to the murder on email with a journalism professor, Michael Tracy. So Michael Tracy and John Mark Carr were emailing back and forth for four years about the murder. First off, I'm not sure how much there is to say in four years about a unsolved murder. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I I guess you have to build trust. I took her body out of the bed and brought it to the basement. She was asleep, blah, 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 blah. And he admits to killing this little girl. He also confesses to hitting her in the head with a flashlight. But in 2008, they found Carr in Thailand because he ran away, where he traveled to escape child pornography charges. They tested DNA, and his DNA did not match the DNA found at the scene. So Why he was is no one's DNA matching? Even though he admitted to it. Hmm. And uh, they found him in Thailand because of the child pornography charges. But they did some research. At, he confessed to the murder. But at the time of the murder, he wasn't even in Colorado. He was in Georgia. Mm. And there's proof, tons of proof that he wasn't even there. So he's confessed to a murder that he did not do. But he has always said that he doesn't work alone. (laughs) So you don't know if he was working with somebody else, another suspect that we don't even know about. But that little what, what's with this family living so close to so many child predators? There's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. So, we've got the three also, members of the family as suspect, and then the three outside members as suspects, all of which the DNA, they're all matching it back to the DNA that was found on the pajamas as the, like, mm-hmm. unfound person. But things are about to get a little crazy. Oh. Dr. Henry Lee, famous for his um, involvement in the O.J. Simpson trials, ah, later yes. the underwear to an unopened bag of underwear. Found mm-hmm. that the DNA that was found on the pajamas and underwear is just stuff from the factory. And it's considered oh. DNA. So this DNA they've been testing back isn't even DNA belonging to a single person. Therefore, any of the suspects that were canceled out are now suspects again. All right. So, damn. Good old OJ guy, mixing it up. 
Nobody knows who murdered this little girl. And that's the story. Wow. Damn. The web is tight. Tightly that, woven. That was, that was really good, Danielle. That's Thank a, you. That's Thank a you. lot of child predators in like a, like a close area. Too many. Yeah. Wow. Live on, on Pretty scary. Would probably be Gary. Oh, yeah. Even though there's evidence saying he wasn't in Boulder, Colorado at the time, I think that Gary was working with some random person who we don't even know about. Mm -hmm. That's I, what my guess is. I think it was or the guy you want to kill her, her, her. It's so infatuated. You know? my I'm going with the guy that had a picture of her that was like, oh, she's my muse or whatever. That that's guy. Saying, that's scary. Yeah, that guy's yeah. weird. Either that or Santa. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm I'm changing my second choice. First choice is creepy guy. Second choice is the brother. Mm. Wait, the brother? Nah, he's eleven. He couldn't think that far ahead. Okay, I'm going back. Creepy guy, Santa. I agree. Gary and then Santa. Everyone else just. Mm. Lovely. So thank you for coming to my living room today, you guys. It was very cozy. Mm. All right. Eight days. Right. All right. Goodbye. Everybody wave. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.